Oil prices have surged as attacks by Iran-aligned Houthi rebels from Yemen continue to disrupt crucial shipping in the Red Sea. The attacks have prompted efforts by the United States to build a coalition to deal with the threat, as shipping firms are forced to divert around the Cape of Good Hope to avoid the Suez Canal. With more on this developing story, I'm joined now this morning by the ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter Ryan, welcome to you. What's prompted these attacks by Houthi rebels and how could this rekindle the sort of supply chain chaos we saw at the height of the pandemic? Well, Sarah, just as we were getting uh, ready to relax ahead of Christmas, maybe brace for delays and higher prices in the new year, given that around 15% of the world's shipping transits via the Suez Canal. Now, the Houthi group, which is backed by Iran, has told the Reuters news agency that it used drones yesterday to attack two cargo vessels in the Red Sea. This is the uh, latest in a series of missile and drone attacks on shipping passing through. The militant group says this is a direct response to Israel's attack on Gaza. It is such a concern that the US Defence Secretary Lloyd Austin says Washington wants to build a coalition to intervene and Australia has been approached as part of a general request, although it doesn't look likely that Australia will be sending any warships to the Red Sea, but perhaps other types of support. But overnight, the oil giant BP became the latest to pause all shipments going through the Red Sea, joining two of the world's biggest freight giants, Germany's Harpag Lloyd and Denmark's Maersk, having to avoid the Red Sea and then go around the Cape of Good Hope, taking the long way. Guy Platten is the Secretary-General of the International Chamber of Shipping, representing around 80% of the world's shipping companies. He warns that with the attacks likely to continue, shipping firms have little choice but to avoid the Red Sea. So the shortest route in terms of trade routes between Europe and Asia is through the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. And we saw when the Ever Given ran aground in the Suez Canal in uh, March 21, that uh, then causes a a blockage in that route. So the only other way round is to go around the Cape of Good Hope uh, in South Africa, which adds between 6 and 14 days to a voyage, depending on the ship type, and and, and an additional 9,000 kilometres. So it'll be oil, it'll be gas, it'll be containers, so, you know, general goods. Just about everything which uh, which is going between Asia and and Europe will pass through the Red Sea. You know, three to six billion dollars a day goes through that, you know, 1.4 trillion a year through that sort of sea. So it's an absolutely key strategic waterway. That was Guy Platten, Secretary General of the International Chamber of Shipping. Peter Ryan, what has all this done to the global oil price? Well, uh, Sarah, surprise, surprise, uh, crude oil has spiked this morning on concerns that these delays in the Red Sea uh, caused by the Houthi rebel attacks have the potential to limit supply. The global benchmark Brent crude has jumped as much as 3% overnight. It's now just over 78 US dollars a barrel. Now, all of this comes after the oil price had been falling in recent weeks, which is encouraging, but expect a potential rebound given that uh, these blockages and delays may well continue for some time. And, of course, this will be reflected in uh, higher petrol prices here in Australia eventually and uh, potentially uh, add to inflation, which is actually starting to fall here. Mm, Goodness. Only good news. Speaking of inflation, you're heading off to the Reserve Bank for the final time this year. Uh, The minutes from the board's most recent meeting are going to be released today. What can we expect, do you think? 
Well, yes, this is the final time of the year, Sarah. Um, people like me who report on these sort of things go down to the Reserve Bank headquarters in Sydney's Martin Place, go into uh, a journalist lockup where we get to go through the minutes to really get a better idea of how the board's thinking and what they're thinking about. Um, we have seen the Reserve Bank leave the uh, cash rate on hold at 4.35% at its meeting a fortnight ago. That's after 13 rate hikes since May last year. So we wanted to get a few more details about how close that decision might have been. Was there a consideration for potentially a rate rise uh, before Christmas in December? They held off to the relief of a, a lot of people. But just really what the um, uh, what they're looking towards next year, a big inflation report out at the end of January, and really just what the outlook is for potential interest rate cuts, given that Australia's economy is slowing and other central banks around the world, like the US Federal Reserve, is starting to talk about interest rate cuts uh, to take their economy economies back from the brink of falling into a recession after that aggressive rate rising strategy. Peter Ryan, thank you. Thanks, Sarah. That's the ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, joining us there.